FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dumb's Hit Music Station Ty here with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined on the line by writer and director of a holy show. It's Janet, Janet Moran. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. I almost messed your name up. I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Stumbling over my words today. No worries at all. So tell me first, now we'll get back to a holy show, but tell me first, how did you get into acting in the first place? Oh, well, I started as an actor when I was, uh, I think I was 19 when I got my first professional show. Um, but I think looking back now, at the time I thought I was very shy, but when I look back now, I think I actually was very single-minded. Mm-hmm. Like I just, because I auditioned for all the drama schools and I didn't get into any of them. So I was probably terrible, but somehow I just, I just had obviously had this great self-belief, even though I didn't know it. But maybe you um, didn't find I- your place yet either. Sometimes it can take time. Yeah, yeah, and I really just didn't know what I was doing. Like, I hadn't done drama classes or anything, but I was really lucky. I actually got, I first worked in professional theatre as an assistant stage manager when I was 18, just after I left school. So I did that for about a year, and that was just the best training I could have got because I just got to watch actors in rehearsal and, you know... I kept my nose in until somebody finally gave me a job. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like so much fun though. And you would, as you said, would learn so much being able to kind of sit and take everything in around yeah. you. So, yeah, and just how people negotiate, how, yeah. how they rehearse and everything, yeah. Yeah, so how did you then twist that and turn into a writer? Well, I don't know if I call myself a writer. I, yeah. I probably should. This is my second play. Absolutely um, then. Yeah, I, well, I suppose I always had ideas and I was a bit, probably a bit cowardly about doing anything Mm -hmm. and then um i think it was six seven years ago now i uh, agreed to do show in a bag an initiative with uh, fish shamble theater company in the fringe and so i co-wrote a play swing for that and we were so lucky with the reaction to that and we ended up touring it around the world for three years and and that gave me a huge boost and then i just thought okay just have a bit of guts now and Mm -hmm. try and do something on your own and i've had this idea because about 10 years ago I saw the footage of Reeling in the Years that shows um, the hijacking that A Holy Show is based on. Mm-hmm. So I'd, that idea had always been bouncing around so I thought okay I'm going to try and do something with this. So. And when you saw that story did it affect you straight away or did you kind of go oh I really want to do something with this or did it take time to kind of build? I, I just thought it was such an extraordinary yeah. story and I couldn't believe I'd never heard of it. It's the only Irish hijacking and uh, just to fill you in, it was 1981, an Australian ex-Trappist monk hijacked an Aer Lingus plane from Dublin to London because he wanted to force the Pope to release the third secret of Fatima, which is, it's so kind of... You couldn't write Irish. it, really, could No, you? you couldn't, because somebody said, where did you get the idea? And I said, oh my God, I didn't make this up. My imagination is not that good. So, um, but the footage is so wonderful because mm. you see everyone kind of celebrating with their French rescuers and having dinner and kissing them and saying merci and Nobody was hurt and Albert Reynolds was there in the full glare of the international spotlight. And I just thought there was something really, I don't know, kind of human. Mm. Uh, and, and I thought it could be a really funny way to look at, at faith and Ireland's relationship to faith. Because obviously Ireland in 1981 was a very different country yes. you know, than it is now. Yeah. But also it's so Irish, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's For it to happen to, to anyone, you know. Yeah. It's definitely our thing. It also speaks to a kind of a sense of Irishness, I think, that mm. we like about ourselves, yeah. that we have a sense of humour and we take things on the chin and we don't take life too seriously, you know. So, yeah, I think that's what appealed to me about it as well. So then when you were writing this, how did you approach it? 
Um, uh, well, I, I originally actually wrote it as a one-woman show because I was, oh, nice. I was thinking I'd put myself in it. Yeah. And then it was really, really terrible. <laughs> I was very lucky. I got a residency at the Irish Cultural Centre in Paris, which is a really special place. So I wrote the first draft there. And then I, I was pregnant. I just had my baby just not long after. So I kind of put it away for a while. But it was ticking away in my head, and I kept thinking, this has to be a two-hander, because it has to be all about how mm-hmm. people are impacting each other. So I came back at it then, and I wrote it as a two-hander, and then it just completely transformed and sprang to life, you know, because obviously that's where comedy comes from, interactions with other people, and, you know, and, uh, and also all the compassion that people show each other in those kind of extreme situations. That's what was interesting. So what can people expect when they go to see this? Well, we've, we're about to do our third and final night in the Project Art Centre, mm-hmm. and so we've had two shows, and we've had an incredible response. Um, they've stood up at the end and cheered. We had a few oh, passengers wow. from the plane in at the show last night. They had a great time. It's very funny, and the actors are extraordinary. They're playing, I, I actually don't even know how many characters they're playing. <laughs> Everyone on the plane, they're doing going from the galley to the cockpit to the passengers doing the whole hijack wow it's, yeah it's really they're really special and um, so it's really funny and uh, and i think there's a lot of nostalgic value mm. in it as well you know there's a lot of kind of funny references to the way we were and who are the um, actors you have on board for it so we've got Rosanna Purcell and Mark Fitzgerald and a lot of people would know them both from Copperface Checks the Musical mm-hmm. that was the big thing they were on in the Olympia last summer both terrific actors and terrific comic actors so I know people are always uh, hyperbolic about the people they're working with but I really landed on my feet with them I can tell you they're fantastic it's amazing actually to to think that they're doing so many characters and jumping between the two I'd say it's incredible yeah it is and the timing is everything because mm. it's very physical as well so they've really done an amazing job in the few weeks they had to not only learn it but like create the characters and get all the physicality right and did you, have, did you? Sorry, did you have a chance no. to have a chat with the passengers that were on the flight? I did. I was very lucky. I have a friend who's actually 101 years old, oh. and when I first said I'm going to sit down and write this, I said this a few years ago. I said, you know, I'm going to. I think I'm going to write about this hijack. But I said nobody's heard of it. Have you? And he said, naturally, my son was on the plane. <gasps> Wow. So I was able to meet his son and um, I had a great chat with him. He gave me, he was very wry, he's a very funny man. Mm-hmm. He gave me some great details about it. Some of them have found their way into the show. But do you know what? If you hadn't met him, like it's kind of, it was meant to be because he kind of gave you the added bulk, yeah. I suppose, well, the inside information that we probably wouldn't hear about or know yeah, about. Yeah, exactly, because it's, it's hard to find stuff. There's a few good documentaries, there's, one called Holy Hijacker by Colin Stapleton, and there's a great scandal documentary as well. Um, but the newspaper reports of the time all kind of differ, and you know, mm. there's kind of conflicting details. So it was, it was really, I was really lucky. Yeah, because I, yeah, I suppose at the time media was kind of, you know, hit and miss. You kind of took the bulk of the story, but you may not have gotten the the full yeah the full one yeah. that's amazing wow yeah of course it was a completely different media landscape wasn't it yeah yeah so have you anything planned or anything in the pipeline that i do i'm uh working on a really exciting project uh with my partner actually called looking for america we're doing a work in progress as part of this is pop babies festival where we live which is a big, they're calling it a big explosion across the city. I think there's 22 events all on the theme of home, W Music, nice. Spoken Word Theatre. So we're working on a piece for that. 
and I'm writing a new play as well that we'll do um, we'll do a presentation of in the Dublin Theatre Festival in October. Brilliant! So you're extremely on. busy. You have a lot going on. I do, do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people catch a holy show? Uh, so we're off to Galway and Limerick next week, mm-hmm. and then I think we go to Cork, the Everyman Cork. We're up in the Mac in Belfast. Uh, we're all over the country, literally, until the beginning of March, and then we're off to Paris, and then we finish nice. up in Curlis. So they can check out the dates at verdant.ie. All the dates for Holy Show are there. Amazing, and I think it's in the Civic Theatre in Tala on the 11th and 12th of February as well, for anyone in Dublin who's good woman. Yeah, listening and no wants the, to go. <laughs> yeah, and the Pavilion in Dunleary, 13th and 14th, and it's also on in Driacht in Blanchardstown. Oh, daily, so there's loads of chances to catch it. Yeah. So yeah. no excuses at all. No, come and see. It's a good night out. And how can people follow what you're up to, Janet? Uh, well, I'm on Twitter. I'm, not, I'm more of a kind of a creeper on Twitter oh, than yeah. I, I, I don't share a huge amount, but I do enjoy it. And Facebook, yeah, if they're interested. And Holy Show is on uh, Twitter and, and Instagram. Amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule at the moment. Thanks, to Louise. Chat to so us. nice to chat to you. Thanks for having me. Speak to you soon. Bye bye. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.